welcome to the Temple Care Podcast. This is a place where we take a faith-based approach to mental and physical health. You guys are going to have to bear with me today because I have a little congestion in my nose, if you can hear it. Um, Yep, we're getting sick again for the holidays. This has just been the norm for us. I think it's just part of having little kids. You just get sick a lot. So anyways, um, today I wanted to kind of talk about who will you sit next to this Christmas? And I wanted to give you some thoughts that I feel like the Lord has been kind of putting on my heart, some different things as far as, you know, who we are going to be around at this time of year. As I'm recording this, we're only really a couple days away from Christmas, and I can't think I can't help but think about you and how many of you are getting ready to have family get-togethers and events and What I want to help you think through today and what God has really placed on my heart is the idea of his mission for you behind Christmas. God is not a God of coincidence and everything he does has a purpose and a plan behind it. So I want you to remember that as you go about your small Christmas or your big Christmas get together, he is working and he has a plan for you that day. And I'm going to let you in on a little secret. His plan doesn't always include more work for you, more baking, more gift giving, more decorating. Since he is such a relational God, it's very possible that his plan includes something else or someone else at your table. I wrote this devotional for December 14th um, in Invited to Rest, and I wanted to read it to you because I felt like even though it was early in December, it really relates to what we're all heading into with our family get-togethers. Jesus said to them, My food is to do the will of him who sent me and to accomplish his work. John 4, 34. Growing up in a big Italian family that celebrated food, Christmas get-togethers were kind of a big deal. Every type of pasta you could imagine laced my aunt's kitchen, along with desserts that would send you straight into a food-induced coma. The comments that came during and after a meal ranged from, wow, this is delicious, to, I can't eat anything tomorrow, I'm too stuffed. Food is a way of life for most of us, and we center our days around it. One thing I can't help but notice about the life of Jesus on earth is that he had a lot of meals. He ate with a lot of people. He often broke bread with his friends, and especially with tax collectors and sinners, the outcasts of society. But he never worshipped the food. He enjoyed it, he partook in it, but he never worshipped it. He was much more interested in the people. Food was a means to engage in the lives of others around him. Meals brought him face to face with those who needed his attention, his care, his truth, and his love. What if this season we decided to stop focusing on the food we are looking forward to, but instead look forward to the people that will be around our table? As we head to a get-together, let's pray for the people we will interact with. Let's ask Jesus to reveal to us how to meet their emotional needs by simply giving them a listening ear. It takes self-control to not focus so much on the food. After all, we are human, but God has something greater for us. Just like Jesus, he has a plan for us to do his will. At every get-together, every meal shared, he has an intimate plan for how your time together will go. He's working behind the scenes to meet the needs of each person at that table. He cares enough to place your seat 
next to the person that needs you most. He has a mission for you. Remember to listen to his sweet calling. One thing I want you to be thinking about and praying about before you head into your family Christmas is asking him, God, who do you want me to sit next to today? Who is a hurting soul in this room that needs your comfort? Who needs to be inspired that I can reach out and encourage? And I want you to actively look for his answer. Look for the people in the room who may be putting on a front but have some deep pain on the inside. Look for someone that is quiet, who doesn't open up much and looks uncomfortable. Look for a child that is starving for attention and would love somebody to sit and play Barbies or Legos with them just for a few minutes. This person may not be someone in your extended family. It could even be someone in your own household that needs you this Christmas. Basically, God has an assignment for you. Christmas is one of those special times where we gather together just to gather, and God delights in using you to accomplish his purposes to encourage, to save people, or to simply let someone see a glimpse of Jesus this season. God keeps bringing up this verse for me, Proverbs 17, 22. It's a simple little verse. It says, a cheerful heart is good medicine, but a crushed spirit dries up the bones. And I keep thinking about how much bad news we've all received in the last few years. And if we watch the news and even just live in this broken world, we will continue to hear that bad news. But you can be a light in this upcoming party. You can be that cheerful heart that is literally like good medicine to someone else. It's like you're giving them medicine. It revives them. It gives their soul strength to keep going. Cheerfulness to the world looks very strange. They don't understand how or why you could be cheerful at a time like this. But it's also soothing to their soul. It comforts them. It shows them that there is still God's goodness in this world, and they're seeing that through you. So dear friend, pray about your get-together. Pray for wisdom from the Holy Spirit to guide you. Pray for that one person to touch all right, let me pray. Heavenly Father, I am just so thankful for these sweet friends that are listening, and I'm thankful that they're thinking about heading into these Christmas get-togethers where they will be on a mission for you. And I pray that you will just show them who that person is that they need to sit next to, who is that soul that is hurting that might need your comfort, or who is that child that just needs a little extra love and attention this Christmas. And Lord, I pray that these um, sweet ones listening will freely give out of the love that you've shown them and give that to other people. And I thank you for this Christmas. I thank you for this time to reflect on you and all that you've done to come to earth as a baby to die for our sins. I am so thankful for you, Jesus. And I just pray that out of that gratitude in our hearts that we can love and serve other people and that we can be mindful of who's in the room. In your name, amen. All right, friends, that is it. I hope you have a Merry Christmas. Until next time.